The Judas Cross, Chapter 10 I haven't finished yet, brother. I've only just begun. Being surrounded by this continuous infection would have taken a very strong child to remain devout to his own cause. To try and make up your own rules of what you thought were good for everyone. Each individual, each situation. Now, my shoes in talking about you know, rules and regulations to starving people. Don't steal or you'll be condemned. They're already there. They die if they do, they die if they don't. On no man's land. Everybody is out to harm you, perhaps even kill you. You try to be accepted, but it's impossible. And so you take the other. Uh, the only route open. The devil's alternative. You become the most hated person in history. A Judas. With no loyalty to anyone except yourself. This honour amongst thieves is absolute rubbish. Sister, where are you going with this, please? I'm going. If you take away the rules and regulations, you're going back to the world, sort of William Golding effect, Lord of the Flies. ID, ego, superego. Freud's theory on infants and how they return to the wild, feral animals without the rule of law. Do you know, I thought you might get back to him one of these fine moments. But listen, brother. If you put all these into a personality, or should I say, if you allow all three to develop into a personality then you have a person capable of extremes. It becomes a Judas effect. This person doesn't think about self-benefit or self-gratification. They don't have time. They're too busy in a game of survival. They think only about the outcome. Of course, staying alive also. It could have been the Romans, the Nazis, the Communists. It doesn't really matter. It's a simplicity of sacrifice. To us it may seem cruel, callous. A sacrifice of one's friends, lovers, Jesus. But to stop a massacre, then you have to be a Judas. You have to get rid of the problem. So something or someone. If they're going to get you killed, then or many people killed, then it's a futile situation. You put circumstance and situation into a factual feasibility and it comes way over mortal flesh and fallibility, you see? <laughs> you mean you total selfish, cold-hearted shit? Hmm? Not at all. He who forsakes total indifference usually wins. Our father was no Judas, he was an original thinker and that's why they chose him. He could seal the deal and steal the deals from these psychopaths and there were so many of them at that time. They knew he'd come up trumps with the goods. Let's face, let's face it, he himself at that time probably had to become a psychopath himself. 
he'd get the best outcome in a slaughterhouse situation, hence why he's got three of the highest accolades ever paid to him by each country. Hmm? He wasn't interested in praise. He never mentioned it. Oh, it's Judas Hutt. I wonder what his true role was in this war. Why was a villain, villain from the East End mixed up with this hmm? mercantile mercenary tendencies, no allegiance? Here, here he be, yes, meddling with certain death, torture, an urchin from the London's underbelly. Do you know there's no record of him anywhere? Do you, do you realise that? Birth certificates, nothing. People at that time didn't have birth certificates. Many didn't. Charles Chaplin, for one, didn't. He was just a gypsy. Well, we certainly got the most jumbled mass mess in my head to sift through. Have we not? We get Harley. Are you going to be able to sort this verbal vivisection out? Hmm? I mean, no good listening to my sister. She'd fabricate some fluffy light finale to this old evil pagan. Just because he was nice to her doesn't mean he was a nothing but a Janus Judas head in the war that sailed everyone and sold everyone down the river to save his worthless scalp. You see, brother of mine, always got this uneasy feeling that there was there was once an argument between my mother and father a long time ago she was pleading with him to tell me something the only time I ever saw my father's mass truly slip and it was total calmness total calmness I seemed to be possessed it was beautiful she fell to her knees and prayed towards him and he just touched her so kind and gentle, stroking her head as so she'd be a child. It was so strange. Good God, sister, he once did that to me. I was whimpering at his feet, crying, and he touched me in that strange way. Switched from being callous and cold and cruel and was this gentle person I'd never seen. Hmm, what do you think, Harley? Well, the pagans believe that Lucifer has paired soulmates with all of us. Just the right circumstance and that they come to play. It's the ones we usually keep caged, the ones that are rattling at the bars to get out with the, the red rage. We all have one. And go to extreme and there they are. Probably your father never wanted to see his again. The soulmate of Satan, who would? Nobody knows what hysterical strength we possess until you're put in the position. Till the beast is out. All those pheromones mixed with adrenaline, testosterone. Think of someone who had probably to live constantly in that as the satanic soulmate that we never let out. It was switched on constantly until your system is wired and works the opposite way round. Do you think so? 
Oh, sister, you're shrinking your mind. Hmm. It doesn't take any working out, does it, really? Our further father, I think, was just a murderous, selfish old get. We just thought about number one and saving his, his, his skin. No. No, brother, this is about extremes. Where most people would give up and die. These people, their souls are just beginning to tick over in a karmatic level. Five to six on the Aaron scale. The no pain stage. You can do open heart surgery and take teeth out. That anaesthetic. I think he may have been able to self-hypnotise. Level six. Total pain immunity. And still function normally. Due to this sadistic training in his childhood. Shut himself down to pain and sleepwalk through its somnambulism. While still being there. Animals do the same. They stand there. To take their minds off the heavy burdens and wounded, the wounds that they've received. Other people would just die straight instantly of shock. Or would have killed us, no doubt. Most people who survived the gulags and the concentration camps became immune from pain. They were able to do the same. Sort of a sort of a self Sonambulism. What do you think, Harley? I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to do more. We'll have to do more tests. Let's see what we can come up with. <laughs>